0: hello my name is matthew pfeiffer with matt pfeiffer, welcome to my channel on this channel i create content and videos about toxic narcissistically abusive relationships emotional intelligence and self-development and if you have a question that you want me to answer on this channel make sure you send it to just ask matt at mattfeiffercoach.com. Again, that is just ask Matt at mattfeiffercoach.com. So make sure you keep that email two to three paragraphs max. Be very direct and to the point of what your question actually is. If it's too long, if it's too lengthy, unfortunately, I will not be able to get to it. Also, if you need more help beyond what this video might have to offer, BetterHelp is a sponsor of this channel and of this video. Make sure you go down to the link below, connect with an online online therapist through BetterHelp. With using my link, you'll be able to get 15% off and be able to get the help and all the resources that you need. With all that being said, let's get into today's topic. So today's email comes from a person who is struggling with an unhealthy attachment. And if you have been following my channel, if you follow my content for a while, you know I talk a lot about trauma bonds. One of the things that people don't know about trauma bonds and attachment issues is that you can actually have an unhealthy attachment to someone that you don't even have a relationship with. And that's the case here in this email. So let's read through this email. Let's see if we can provide this person some assistance and let's see if we can help some other people out all in the meantime. So this email reads, hey, Matt, my question is, how do I how do you break a trauma bond an unhealthy attachment with someone you're not in a relationship with? No situationship. So we're not talking about like a a friends with benefits type of situation. No situationship, just a prolonged admiration. So this person just has a crush, basically. Right, That turned into a codependent, unhealthy trauma bond that's one-sided, that felt like love, but clearly wasn't. And so this is actually more common than what people might think. And even though this is a woman that's writing, you hear, you hear guys talking about this all the time. What do we call it when men do this? We call it friend zone. And one of the things that we don't talk about with women is that it can happen to them to It can happen to you as a woman. It can happen to a guy. And oftentimes what happens when we talk about an unhealthy attachment or a trauma bond, we put people on a pedestal. Why do we put people on a pedestal? And why do we have this unhealthy, insecure attachment style? And what we're talking about here, what we'd be looking at is more of an anxious type of attachment style. And this person hit the nail on the head about codependency. We have to remember that an insecure attachment style, codependency, anxious attachment styles, anything related to that means that we don't feel like we are worthy. We don't know our self-worth. And quite often we will see someone that we think that if we can attach ourselves to them, that if we are able to get with this person, we put that person on a pedestal because we think that for some reason, if we can end up with this person, then, then all of a sudden we will have value. That if I end up with this guy that happens to be six foot and makes above six figures, then all of a sudden now this provides my value. If I end up with that baddie up the up the up the road, right, then that provides my worth. And then everyone's gonna see how great I am. And but the problem is that internally you don't actually believe that. You don't feel that you have anything that's worth that you're you're worth anything. And you don't believe that you bring anything to any type of relationship unless you're with that person. But the problem in a lot of situations, is that you might meet someone who is that ideal person. And what happens is that they might be nice, they might be friendly, but they genuinely may not be interested. But because they're nice, because they're friendly, and sometimes, and, and I don't know the, the dynamics of the situation, maybe this person is being led on, but the fact that this person is telling me that there is no situationship. There is no friends with benefit situation. I, I have a feeling that this person is not being led on, and oftentimes people are not being led on. But the fact, but because someone still wants to be friendly, still wants to be cordial, but has no interest in moving forward, you have a person that is, uh, and, and again, you hear this a lot with the with the guys. Um, men will tell you that they've gotten friend zone. How do I get out of the friend zone? You can see it all over YouTube. And what I tell guys when they're working with me is fuck all that. What I'm about to tell this person here is fuck all that, right? What happens when we have someone who has an insecure, anxious, codependent attachment style, and now they're trying, they have this person that they have, that they're idealizing. Remember, A lot of these things come with people pleasing behavior and you hear me saying this all the time and people cannot stand it when I say this, but people pleasing behavior can come across as manipulative, not malicious, but manipulative, right? Not malicious in intent, but it still can be manipulative. So this is a, this is one, a perfect example of what I'm talking about. So how, what is this person doing? This person is hanging out with a person that they're friends with, and this is what guys who are in the friend zone. I, I tell I tell guys, men who I work with, the same exact thing. You're being manipulative. You're hanging out with someone to just be friends when you really don't like them as a friend. You want to get with them. You're being manipulative, and you're you're not being genuine about what you actually want. And so when once you realize that, that person doesn't want you the way that you want them, it's time to say goodbye. Stop hanging out with people that you don't want friendships with, that you genuinely want to date. Say goodbye, cut your losses. The problem in these types of situations is that going back to what I was talking about, when we don't have, when we don't know our worth, we don't know our value, We fear rejection and we fear abandonment. We think that if we get if we get rejected or we get abandoned, that somehow that that means that we are not worth it, that uh, that we're not worth anything, that this person doesn't mean anything. Right. If you get rejected, all it means is that that person wasn't interested in you. Really, when we get rejected or broken up with, we really actually need to thank that person for not leading us on, for not wasting our time. We need to be more thankful and appreciative about rejection. Rejection is protection because that person could just string you along, but they didn't. They were just being very direct and said, you know, Hey, I only like you as a friend that I'm not interested or whatever the case is. But the problem is that when we have an unhealthy attachment, we try to prove ourselves to them and still hang out with them in a very inauthentic, ungenuine way because we really like to date and well, let's just be friends. And so now you're, Overdoing it, overanalyzing it, every little move that they make, trying to uh, partner up with them, trying to prove that you're worth dating, but that person doesn't like you. And unfortunately, sometimes that's the hard truth. Like you hear me talking about all the time, we have to practice radical acceptance. That sometimes, and it's okay. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't mean that that there's anything bad with you but we have to begin to move along. You're wasting opportunities with other healthy people that might be just as, as great. And this also comes back to a scarcity mentality. You think that this person is the only person in the world who has these qualities and they're not. There's actually plenty, plenty of people who are, who are able to fit certain roles and certain dynamics that you, that you might, uh, might be looking for in a, in a potential partner. But because we are so locked in, because of this unhealthy attachment, is it going to hurt to stop hanging out with this person, to stop calling this person, to stop having that person call you? Yes, it's going to hurt. But here's the thing about it. Oftentimes, people who are codependent and people pleasers, they're trying to avoid conflict, and they're also trying to avoid pain. But pain is exactly what we need here, which is the reason why I'm being very direct with you right now, that we need to feel the pain because that pain that we feel tells us what we need to do leave stop talking to this person we un- we need to understand that all of our emotions every single one of them is there with a message all of them we have to stop this this narrative in our head that we're supposed to be happy all the time that's bullshit right we actually need to true happiness is that you're able to manage all of your emotions when times are good and also when times are are bad like when you when you're getting broken up with being rejected or when you're just not your advances just aren't accepted by that crush we need to learn how to manage all of them because when we feel pain it's just like when we put put our hand on a hot stove that pain that we feel tells us hey get your hand off the goddamn stove and if we didn't feel that pain guess what we would cause even more injury and that's what's happening here we're not listening to the pain that that this rejection is causing. What we're doing is that we're ignoring the messages and the signals of what's actually happening here because we don't wanna feel the pain, but feeling the pain is exactly what you need to do here. We need to start practicing radical acceptance. We need to be authentic about the things that we want and understand that this person isn't interested and that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't mean that there's that there's not someone else out there for you. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that this person is just not interested. So we need to move along, cut our losses. It's okay to cry. It's okay to get into therapy. It's okay to uh, to uh, feel bad about the rejection and those sorts of things. But we need to start moving towards radical acceptance in a situation like this. And I'm talking to not only you but to both men and women do this, right? We have to begin to cut a lot of the cut our losses when we've been rejected and understand that staying in a situation where we're just friends, when we really actually want to date is being very inauthentic. And quite often that person can feel that. They know that. And also you can take those bad habits into other relationships if you're not careful. So thank you very much for writing in. Anyone else has a question, make sure you send it to Just Ask Matt at mattpfeiffercoaching.com. again that is just ask Matt at mattpfeiffercoaching.com. keep the email 2 to 3 paragraphs max and be very direct to the point what your question actually is if you need more help beyond what these videos can offer don't forget these videos are sponsored by BetterHelp. this channel is sponsored by better help you can go down the links down to the links below you can connect with an online therapist you'll be able to get in relatively quickly you'll get 15% off because I'm a better help partner with all that being said, thank you very much, and I will talk to you soon.